Hello, and welcome to a mini episode of Gallery 44's podcast. Today's episode is hosted by me, Caden Wigston, Gallery 44's Exhibitions and Publications Coordinator. Joining me today is artist Laura K. Keeling, who is showcasing her work, The Advantages of Tender Loving Care, Part 2 Variations, in the Gallery 44 vitrines. Our vitrines gallery, located just outside of our main gallery at 401 Richmond, is meant to be a site of experimentation, where artists can explore concepts outside of the formal gallery context. Keeling is a self-taught visual artist based in Hamilton. Her practice is rooted in a process-centered approach that integrates analog photography, video, digital collage, and installation. The Advantages of Tender Loving Care Part 2 Variations explores cycles of creation and expands on the ever-evolving dialogue between the natural and the digital world. Building upon the original virtual exhibition, this installation includes natural elements that have been forged, scanned, digitally manipulated, and then manifested again into physical form, creating work which questions the notions of reciprocal care and asks, does technology and nature necessarily have to exist in opposition? And how do we evolve our connections to the natural world in an increasingly isolating and technology-dependent society? Well, welcome, Laura. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks. Um, thanks for having me. Of course. Uh, so the work you're exhibiting um, is an expansion of an online digital project. Could you tell us a bit more about the first version and how you've expanded it into this second physical iteration? Yes, absolutely. So... The first iteration was created during one of the phases of COVID-19 when many of us were in lockdown and, you know, folks were at home. We weren't able to connect in person or really spend much time outdoors. So I was trying to think of a way for folks to be able to access this exhibition and view the work, but at the same time have an experience almost like they were outdoors in the sunshine. Um, so I worked with a developer who helped to build out the exhibition with 360 degree photospheres. And then within the photospheres, a piece of artwork was placed. So all of the spheres, I selected the imagery from locations that I've been before and um, spent time in and have a connection with. So yeah, that was kind of important to me. And then the artwork, it ranges from digital collage work, animated digital collages, and then some video work. The website is still live. So if you want to visit and, you know, take yourself through it, uh, you can feel free to do that. Please note there's audio as well included that I recorded just in and around my old neighborhood. And then I uh, like layered and mixed it myself as well. Um, and if you want to visit it, the website's www.lkktlc.com. So that's a little bit about the first version. And then when I was thinking about the vitrines, which are really exciting and like such an interesting shape. So mm -hmm. it, it was, yeah, like such a cool puzzle for me to, to think about. Um, I was really excited to think about how I could bring the pieces from this like digital world that was created and bring it into this physical vitrine one. I didn't want to just print the work. Like I didn't really want to just show the exact same thing. So instead of doing that, I created new pieces based on the original works. So I 
revisited the work and pulled out different layers or elements from those original pieces. And then I created the new work from that um, and incorporated some new things as well. And then these new works have all been printed on fabric. So I also built these little shelves out of cardboard and plaster. And I was trying to think of how, how I could hang them or how I could create movement. I did play with a fabric stiffener that I learned mm-hmm. about, but it did not, my test did not work out. So I was oh, like, no. okay, that's a, yeah, it, it was not, not good. So I was like, okay, that's a future thing to explore. So also, yeah, yeah that's, that kind of puzzle of like, okay, magnets or pins or whatever. Um, yeah, so uh, that was kind of interesting as well. But additionally, I did include some natural elements. So like leaves, flowers, petals, that kind of stuff. Because one of the things that I think is interesting and maybe other folks do as well, but within my work because of this kind of archival nature and I'm a bit of a collector uh Mm. there's many opportunities for the the same natural element to be included in many different ways so like for example if I have a plant it drops a flower or petals I can photo and scan them from many different angles and you know lighting that kind of thing uh, maybe I'll press it in a flower press and then I'll photo or scan it again. Mm. So there's all of these different moments in time that can kind of get incorporated. And then also the physical natural element. I keep them. I have many containers full of, of these little elements. Oh, really? Um, oh, that's so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's wild. I only brought, I think I brought like <laughs> two to the install. There's many, many more. Yes. It's a bit of a problem possibly in the studio but anyways yeah Yeah. that's so nice it's kind of a nice way to kind of like look back on like you know um because all those pieces hold memories i'm sure of like where they've come from and and what you've used them for so it must be nice to kind of have that like catalog of of items that you can kind of refer back to like at any moment at any like given time that's super interesting yeah Yeah, it's kind of fun. I mean, there was a different exhibition recently where I've installed this this one particular piece like four or five times now, but there was mirrors at the bottom and then the natural elements on top. And there also were new pieces from this portal series I've been working on. And my cousin was there and she was like, oh, this leaf is really funny. It looks like there's a shape of OET, which is like a personal story, but I was scared as a child. So she was like laughing, like, oh, that kind of looks like, oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, it looks like ET. That's kind of funny. But then I realized also that that leaf was sitting in the room on the mirror as part of that other installation. So it's like these funny mm. little connections of this loop of being able to kind of revisit, recycle, reuse. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's, it's kind of interesting to find those moments yeah i love that you also like brought kind of that element of of preserving and like pressing into the vitrines because um for anyone who has seen the exhibition you'll know that there is like a strip of mirror at the bottom of the vitrine with like a big heavy piece of plexi on top and in between the mirror and plexi there are the pressed flowers I think that's interesting that you've kind of incorporated your way of archiving and have brought it 
into the vitrine space. Um, and I think that's just really, really thoughtful. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, so in both the description and the title of your work, you mentioned the topic of care. Um, and I often return to the topic of care in my own work. So I'm curious, could you share more about how you approach care both inside and outside of your practice? Yes, absolutely. And I think this is such a great question. I would also love to hear your answer as well. Um, I think within my practice, part of that archival loop that I mentioned really allows me to connect and care for the elements that I'm using in my work. I think there's something about that process as well of, of moving through the steps uh, with these natural elements that I have a relationship with that I'm, I'm quite protective of, um, you know, for lack of a better description. And I really like the tactile element and the steps involved. And I think it feeds into this desire to kind of slow down and be present, you know, within moments. And I will say that I'm not as good at doing that in my personal life, uh, <laughs> mostly just in, in my practice. But I will say also my analog photography style tends to capture these kind of what some might call just mundane everyday moments and it's really just things that I don't want to forget <laughs> so mm -hmm. I think that um yeah I think that care can exist through these experiences and experiencing time memories and connection and then um reinforcing the importance of relationships to ourselves with our communities mm -hmm. loved ones friends family um the natural world and it can remind us of the importance of how we show up and exist in these different spaces and move through the world with those relationships and kind of reinforcing that importance mm -hmm. of care. Yeah, it sounds like your process is very like self-care oriented, which I really appreciate and respect. <laughs> oh, thank <laughs> you. I know that, you know, creating art and working in the art world is not always uh, conductive to that. And, you know, it's, it's, I always appreciate whenever I encounter artists who are able to kind of practice that notion of like self care, um, especially when it comes to their personal work, because we can all be quite hard on ourselves when it comes to, you know, how we create things and, you know, yes. like, um, the pressure to create things. And, um, yeah, no, I like how, how you've kind of, made your practice as a way that is conductive to taking care of yourself as well as creating. Oh, I super appreciate that. That's so kind of you to say. And yeah, absolutely. I think there's a lot that exists in the world that is out of our control. So one of the things mm -hmm. I think by having those steps and that kind of reflection and relationship, then there is like you say, that kind of self-care during those moments, because there's so much that happens outside of it. And even with creating art or applying for things or whatever, mm. that's stressful and can be a lot. And it is nice that there are those those steps, I guess, that kind of keep me mm -hmm. grounded almost, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And I guess there's like that element of like that hands-on kind of work that you do, because... Um, this kind of leads into my next question, but 
your practice is like largely well it's photo based as it deals with like a lot of collage so just like wondering like what drew you to this medium and is like care kind of tied into that in any sort of way yeah each question i'm like great question (laughs) (laughs) i love this question um yeah it's so i kind of i'd loved and still love obviously photography and analog photography and i was kind of that kid running around with like a disposable camera and then i went to school and i did not take art and was working and not uh, in music but not in necessarily like visual arts then I started to take photos again and mm. was really loving that. And, you know, in analog photography, there's definitely some tactile steps involved. Um, but then I was, I think what drew me to collage is the tactile nature. Um, I did try painting that did not go well oh, no. <laughs> like <laughs> i very quickly was like oh okay this is not, not mm. my this is not mm. necessarily something i have uh yeah enjoyed that little test and in, in the play i think what's interesting actually was uh when i first started to do collage i was kind of sourcing from vintage kind of like mineral and gemstone books very specifically mm. And when I was trying some little paintings, I would just try to paint the gemstone like the same shape over and over and over and over again, being like, can I? Okay, not really. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> dedication. Like, <laughs> well, something is something to try, something to yeah. focus on and like give a go, see if see if I could kind of make it work. But yeah, I I then started to kind of play with collage and i think again the steps the process of sourcing cutting out trying to figure out placement and then gluing it down and kind of seeing what the outcome was i i really quite enjoyed that and then maybe a couple years into it i started to incorporate some of the digital steps and processes so Mm. you know realizing that i also could work on the computer and in photoshop and other programs so you know the steps are kind of the same there's still the sourcing the cutting whether it's me with scissors or on the computer and then kind of playing and experimenting and and playing with the layers the thing with the computer is it's kind of nice to be able to work with scale like you can Mm -hmm. kind of manipulate i don't really do any I, I don't know how to do really any color correction or anything like that. So it's like my skill set is is pretty basic. I'm self-taught. So I uh, stick to kind of the different things I know how to do. Um, mm. But playing with some of the opacity or maybe some scale, which which I think is pretty fun. Yeah, I think that's that's kind of where that change happened. And then starting to incorporate also more of my analog photography into the collage work uh, as well as these like scanned and photo natural elements um it's a bit of a newer experiment um for me but i think as we've spoken about in the question of care i think that that has become a really important part of my practice and in creating these works as well Mm -hmm. well there's just that they're so detailed and they they take I can only imagine that they take 
quite a bit of time <laughs> to, you know, there's always to rearranging and arranging, you know, the different pieces. But um, yeah, no, that's really interesting. And do you work specifically with analog photography? Do you do digital photography at all? Or is it mostly analog? Yeah. So um, also, thank you. I appreciate you mentioning the layers because uh, yes, there are many, many layers. I yes. <laughs> like broke my computer on oh, a recent no. massive piece because I was just <gasps> working with like very high resolution scans of photos and had not merged any layers and the computer was just like, I'm not doing this for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it just kind of quit. So I basically rebuilt everything. Luckily, I had taken a photo from my phone of the screen and I like went through and rebuilt it and mm merged some things along the way and it, it totally worked out fine but yeah there's a lot of layers in the work and I feel like sometimes you don't necessarily notice that when you're looking at the final output which I also love I feel like there's lots of little hidden uh like gems that you can yeah. find if you spend a bit more time with the work but um Absolutely. sorry back to your other question yes mostly just analog photography I do use a digital camera sometimes um I got it to document my work when it was, you know, installed in different places, but I have started to use it for some of the natural element photography that then is getting included. So yeah, sometimes I scan, sometimes I also photograph and I'll do that with an uh, analog camera, but also sometimes with digital as mm -hmm. well. Yeah, I just, I was wondering just because analog in itself is very archival again so you know keeping very much in line with your process behind your collage work and and collecting and yeah no i i love that it's all very cohesive and it ties together quite nicely um, thank you appreciate yes <laughs> well i appreciate you yeah thank you so much <laughs> awesome well thanks so much for joining me today it's been such a pleasure to talk with you and dig a little bit deeper into your practice and for our listeners please be sure to come take a look at laura's work in our, the vitrines uh which are on view until october 28th 2023